اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you my brothers and I believe they are sisters as well for the universal greeting the greeting used by the beloved prophets and messengers of Allah السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ Alhamdulillah, I'm back here in Hazeldahl after about three or four years or so. And I'd like to thank Brother Ismail Norton for having me back here to give the Jummah lecture today, Alhamdulillah. And I was here last month when Brother Ismail Norton, Molana, gave a talk that inspired me and reminded me why I do these lectures. And in his lecture he spoke of the importance of us as parents in taking our responsibility towards our children and I find that certain things are not emphasized in our society and they're so important and one of which was just what he said and I myself forgot about it so shukar alhamdulillah I was in the congregation and I heard a very inspiring lecture by Molana and it reminded me why I do what I do. This, traveling across the country, today, Alhamdulillah, is my 82nd Jummah lecture nationally, was inspired by my son, who is today 15 years old, and uh, my responsibility to my son. Very often we think our responsibility is giving them a place to live, putting clothes on their back, a bed, food, and putting them to a school. But many of us forget that our main responsibility to our children is to remind them about that which is the most important thing, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so I decided in the 2012 or so to start speaking about what I wanted my son to know and make these recordings for him that he will have these recordings. Alhamdulillah, today he'll have his 82nd recording. But we speak about Allah, our Creator. And the Quran guides us. It says, remember Allah abundantly that you may prosper, that you may be successful. But we must remember Allah. And if you remember Allah, He will remember you. And there are so many verses about the remembrance of Allah. And I'd like to read some of them to you. And it says, Oh, you believe, remember Allah with much remembrance. Remember Allah with much remembrance. And even when after praying, disperse into the land and seek Allah's bounty and remember Allah much that even after we finish in our congregational prayers we go into the land and we seek Allah's bounty and we remember Allah much O mankind remember Allah's grace towards you remember the bounties of your Lord that you may be successful no? and so on it goes do not slacken in my remembrance Establish prayer for my remembrance. O you who believe, let not your wealth nor your children distract you from the remembrance of Allah. 
Remember Allah standing, sitting and even reclining, lying down. Verily, in the remembrance of Allah is the greatest of all things. And in the remembrance of Allah do hearts soften. And in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find assurance and security. Nowhere else are we going to find peace and okayness but in the remembrance of Allah. Many of us think we'll be okay when we make sure we have a good job. We'll be okay when we can take care of ourselves and we can take care of our children. Then we'll be okay. That is our preoccupation. Or some people are trying to get the admiration of others. Look how I dress. Look what I have. When people admire me, then I'll be okay. See, many of us are forgetting that it is only in the awareness of Allah that we will experience true okayness and peace. Many of us are looking through our bodies, our body's eyes. And our body's eyes in this world we can't see Allah through our body's eyes. And many of us are experiencing the world through our body's hearing. And through our body's hearing we can't hear Allah. See, many of us are living so focused through our bodies, like our bodies are the most important thing. Many of us have so, many, so much concern for our children's bodies that nothing bad must happen to their bodies or we believe nothing bad must happen to them or nothing bad must happen to us. Many of us confuse ourselves with our bodies. Many of us confuse ourselves with our roles in society. I am a teacher, I am a lecturer, I am a business owner, I am a worker. And many of us are living our lives through our bodies and preoccupied with the body's concerns. I need a place to live. I need money. I need this. I need that. When I get water in Cape Town, there was a period when Cape Townians were panicking because day zero was, you know, months away. And we said we needed water. Did we need water or did our bodies need water? See, is the question. Remember, your body is something that has a birth and your body is something that will have a death. Remember that. And if you live your life concerned with your birth and your death and what's going on between, you miss out on Allah. And this is why it becomes challenging for most of us to remember Allah because we are so through the body interested in the body's okayness or what the body needs that we forget about what the spirit needs, the ruh that Allah breathed into us and that we are answerable for the ruh, the spirit. That after our death, our bodies may not be, but we continue. See, our preoccupations of the body because our body's eyes are not our eyes. Our body's eyes are the body's eyes. It's an organism. It's like, this is why some of us are operating at the level of animal, survival. No animals, nothing wrong or bad with them, but they are about their survival. They are looking to survive constantly, looking for survival. And a lot of us are depending on ourselves 
and we're depending on the things of this world for survival or okayness and although we say we believe we are living at the animal level and we are not living at the spiritual level this is why Allah says in the Quran and He says many beautiful things He says O mankind what has distracted you from your Lord most gracious and for most of us it's our bodies bodies want to survive bodies want to be comfortable bodies have certain needs Sometimes the sexual need is overpowering and causes people to behave in ways unseemly. The body is what is distracting us from seeing with our inner vision because we're looking with the body's eyes, you can't see Allah. You're listening with the body's ears, you can't hear Allah. So it says, what has distracted you from your Lord, most gracious? And it's usually our bodies and our roles and what we think is so permanent. We live like this world is permanent. We live like we live forever. We concern ourselves with things that are impermanent truly. Remember, you will have your death and so will I, our children too. But what happens after that is forever, is eternal. There is a life beyond this life that we see with our body's eyes and hear with our body's ears and touch with our body's hands. There is the inner being of a person and that is the bigger inner being that remembers Allah. Your body cannot experience salam. The roles that you play, I'm a father, I'm a business owner, I'm a worker, cannot experience salam. There'll never be enoughness through the body and through the roles. We'll always have something that, but you know what? We need more of this. It's not enough. Not enough. Now we're unhappy about this. Now we're unhappy about that. Let's first deal with this problem. Let's sort this out. Then we'll be okay. But all the while we deny that with Allah we are always okay. That He is the one that has given us life. That we are only because of Him. Our children are only because of Him. Fellow human beings, we are only because of Him. If it was not for Him, we would not be. The body will distract us to survival. What we need? What do you think you need? What, has what have we made the most important thing for us? And I can tell you most of the time, it's our body's survival. I'll be able to take care of myself if I get a good degree and get a good job. I'll be able to take care of myself and my children if I have a business or if I in some way do something, I'll be able. And I want to tell you that we are not able only Allah is able. We were not able to give ourselves existence. Only Allah has given us existence. He gave us bodies that are fashioned in the best of molds. We could not even think, I want eyes, I want to be, I want a mind. Allah has given us faculties of hearing and sight. Allah it is that we survive because of Allah. Oxygen is provided for us to breathe. But yet most people act like we have to take care of ourselves, we have to take care of our children. Although we read that Allah is the provider, we act like we are the provider, we deny. We deny Allah is the provider, that He first is Him. Before I, before we can say I, I need, 
I want, I should, me and my problems. Because some of us think we go to Allah, we think we go to Allah with our problems. No, we don't go to Allah. You see, if you go to Allah, assurance is the result of going to Allah. Assurance. If you remember Allah, verily, in that is assurance. You release fears. You release worries. You release, I have to look after me and my children. What am I going to do? See, when the beloved Prophet Muhammad and his noble companion were in the cave and outside were the Meccans, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq asked, is this, where we, is this the end? And he says, fear not for Allah is with us. And Allah caused the spider to grow a web, to build a web and protect the Prophet and his noble companion. When Isa they tried to kill him, he prayed and Allah protected him. They killed him not, nor did they crucify him. But it was made to appear to them so and those who defer therein are full of conjecture. They don't know. When Musa came upon the, the sea and behind him was Pharaoh, the sea was parted for Musa Why? Because they knew that their security lies only in Allah. And sufficient is Allah for us. This is what the glorious Quran says. He is the all-beneficent. In Him do we believe. And in Him do we place our trust. See? In Him... Do we believe? But our bodies won't let us believe in Allah because the eyes can't see Him. It's only through the inner vision. It's only through your inner knowing. The Quran says there are signs for those who believe. If you look around you, you will see the signs. You will say, Subhanallah, that there is indeed the one who is to be glorified and the one who we bow in worship too. Unseen to the eye, but known to our being. See, those who believe. The Quran speaks to different people at different times. And it says, generally, O mankind. And at sometimes it speaks to the believers. And it says, let the believers place their trust in Allah. It doesn't say mankind place your trust in Allah. It says, let the believers you have to believe first before you can place your faith and trust in Allah. And what does the Quran say? Sufficient is Allah for us. Sufficient is Allah for us and He is indeed the best of guardians. Sufficient when? Tomorrow? Yesterday? Sufficient now? is Allah for us and he is the best of guardians when will he be tomorrow the best of guardians yesterday now is Allah the best of guardians and many of us say we believe and many of us worship we, we worship but the thing is this not everybody who worships worships with faith and iman that's what the glorious Quran tells us when the Bedouin Arabs came to the beloved Prophet Muhammad and said, we are believers, Allah responds through him, the beloved Prophet, that ye are those who, 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 who give your will in Islam, but Iman has not entered your hearts. 
See, the glorious Quran makes a distinction between those who follow Islam and Iman entering their hearts. You must be a mu'min and a Muslim. See, that Iman, belief, is very important. And the Quran speaks to those who believe. And I'm saying to you that worship, many people say they worship. And we might think very good, we worship, other people worship, everybody's worshipping. But the Quran tells us that those who worship astray, those who do not have faith in Allah, those who are idol worshipping, those that worship idols, I-D-O-L-S, idols. So to worship, is it necessarily a good thing? Because you can worship the things that have no value, that can't help themselves and can't help us. And many of us do that. We say what we need to be okay is not Allah, is money. If we have money, we'll be okay. Without money, we're not okay. These things can't help themselves, nor can they help us. It didn't give us life. What can it do for us? Pieces of paper and coins, what can they do for us in real terms? We have made an agreement amongst us that this green one is 10 rand. You can get maybe two avocado pears. This brown one is... You know, 20 rand, for that you can get maybe a bunch of grapes. For the next one and so on, we are in our imagination making things that have no power, have power, and we forgot it's an agreement. we all acting. If tomorrow we change the tender to something else, that money you have in your pocket is meaningless. Do you know that? So does money have any power? Yet many of us believe, no, it is through the money, we'll be okay. You see, we worship not the one unseen, all-powerful. We turn to people and things of this world that have no power and, and can't help themselves. We can't turn to our bosses, our jobs. We can't turn to any human being because all human beings depend on Allah. We cannot depend on ourselves and each other. We have to place our faith and trust in Allah. And only those who believe can place their faith and trust in Allah. And sufficient is He. Allah loves those who place their faith and trust in Him. That's what is said in the glorious Quran. Allah loves those who place their faith and trust in Him. And so we've got to look. We've got to look with the inner vision. Not with the body's eyes. Because you think the body's eyes can see everything. It cannot. The Quran talks about the unseen. Ghaib. That is more real than what the eyes can see. We ask the question that is Allah real? A lot of people ask that question. Is Allah real? The question is, are we real? Because Allah is the only reality. The first, the last, the eternal, the ever-living, the one that was not born, the one will never die. Allah is the only permanent being. We have a beginning at our birth. We have an end in our death. We never were before that. We never will be after that in terms of the physical personality that we are. Do we really exist? Hundred years ago, we meant nothing. Our problems meant nothing. Hundred years from now, we'll mean nothing. Do we really exist is the question. Only Allah exists before us and our preoccupations. In this world through the body, what are our preoccupations of the body survival? We got worries. I got this worry and that worry. Those worries mean nothing. 
They never meant anything 100 years ago. They'll mean nothing in 100 years from now. All that matters is our awareness of the one that is eternal and ever-living. And in the awareness of Allah before anything else is faith. In the awareness of Allah before anything else is faith. If we put anything else before Allah, we are denying Allah. We are denying Allah. If you, put, if you go to Allah and say, I've got these problems, please help me. You are more interested in your discomforts of the body and of your personality than you are interested in Allah. That's why Allah says in the glorious Quran, do you think that you can say you believe and you won't be tested? Do you think you say, I believe and I won't be tested? Your belief will be tested. Your belief will be tested, not you will be tested, your belief will be tested. In times of challenge and tribulation, that's when you lose it. I'm so worried. What does the Quran tell us? It's plenty of verses. It says to us that man does not tire of praying for good. Man does not tire of praying for good. We want for us, the body, what the body can have. But if ill touches him, then he is disheartened and desperate. When ill touches him, he becomes very desperate. Oh, please help me, please help me. That becomes the most important. Me, 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 me. Where is Allah in that moment when it's about me and my body, me and my survival, me and my life, my problems, my problems, my Allah, Allah help me with my problems. Go to Allah and recognize that there is no problem. Go to Allah and recognize that He is sufficient for you and He is sufficient as a guardian. But when ill touches Him, then He is full of prolonged prayers. When ill touches us, then we are full of prolonged prayers. This is what the glorious Quran is saying. Have a look. 41, chapter 41, verse 49, 41, verse 65. Belief in Allah and putting Allah before our bodies and our bodies concerned is first and foremost because Allah is first and last beyond time and we are secondary. Our bodies focus us on a secondary world. It focuses on a secondary world and the primary unseen world that we don't look with our inner vision and we don't feel with our inner being, our hearts. That is the problem. So we have a challenge that our society, our schools, our universities, everything is designed for our bodies and our minds, but not our spirits. And the places that are places like this, mosques, where it is spiritual nourishment, we rush in and we rush out. And we say we believe. The Quran says, they only fool themselves, they do not fool Allah. Only you can know what is a state of your security. Only you can know are you distracted by this world. The Quran says when you forget Allah, He forgets you. The Quran says that those whose hearts are hardened and turned against Him will live a depressed life. Our spiritual well-being is the most important thing of the spirit, not of the body. The body will, the Quran says in this world there is some convenience too. Yes, have a nice car, comfortable, have a nice home, eat good food, whatever, alhamdulillah. But there is bigger things than that. Yes, you got issues with your brothers, your sisters, you don't like what somebody said, you're not happy with your friend, whatever. There's bigger things than that, it's Allah. 
This thing of being distracted. That's why the Quran asks the question, O mankind, what has distracted you from your Lord? Most gracious. So I want to invite you to remember Allah. You don't need to make wudu to remember Allah. You don't need to be in posture. Any time of the day or night, you can remember Allah. I'm inviting you to attend to your spirit. I'm inviting you to re actually remember Allah. Not say, think you remembering Allah. To actually remember, sufficient is He for you. Sufficient now. That remind yourself, He is all-powerful now. Now he is already all power. Remind yourself that he has cared for you. Allah's caring has been there. We are alive. We have mind to think and reason. Feelings to feel. We have sight to see. Allah has already cared for us. Allah is caring for us now. As the atmosphere supports us in breathing. The ground produces fruit. There's animals to eat. And Allah's further caring is available. Remind ourselves, you have cared for me. You are caring for me now. Further caring is available for me now. I have been distracted by trying to care for me. I'm thinking I have to cause me to survive. What do we need? Allah has given us needs and provided all needs for us in this world. What do we need to do? We already are. What did we need to do to be? We already, He gave us life, He protects us, He is our provider, He is our protector, but we have forgotten that. Remind yourself that Allah is before us, before our concerns, before our problems, before our desires. He is the one worthy of worship, that we worship none other and that we place our faith and trust in Him alone and not in money, not in businesses, not in ourselves, not in anybody else. This is my invitation to you, my brothers and sisters, that we recognize the challenge of shaitan who whispers to us, distracts us away from Allah and his remembrance. And I pray that we come to see the value of the remembrance of Allah because nowhere else is a heart going to find assurance except in the remembrance of Allah. The security that we feel only through Allah, not through money. People have money, the more money they have, the more insecure they become. Who's going to take it away from me? People feel lonely. Maybe if I have a man or woman in my life, I'll feel better. Suddenly the man or woman comes in, they're more insecure. Who are you looking at? Can I see your phone? Whatever it is. Nothing in the world is going to make us feel secure. Only in the remembrance that sufficient is Allah for us. Sufficient is He right now. So shukran alhamdulillah. Very grateful for having had this opportunity for being here in Hazendal. Shukran to brother Molana Ismail for giving me this opportunity. And uh, alhamdulillah. All praise and glory be to Allah. His choices, blessings upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.